0: Hey nerds, happy pride. Welcome to the Professional Book Nerds Podcast presented by Overdrive. Uh, This is just Adam for the introduction today. Uh, We have had a bit of a hectic week and also a a short week, what with um, us being off on Monday and uh, Jill and I just having a number of uh, of tasks and and life things going on. So uh, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, We're going to provide a kind of a redux, a throwback Thursday, if you will, of episode four fifty two from last June, uh, read and support trans authors. Um, just a heads up: we're going to be doing Pride stuff all month long because Pride is amazing. And while you know we extremely support the LGBTQIA plus community all year round, um, this is a really wonderful time to highlight and promote all of the incredible queer and trans authors that are out there in the world, and just you know, we have a lot of really wonderful book recommendations that we want to, you know, provide you guys. So like I said, we're going to do in just a second here, I'm going to kind of transition into episode 452, which is read and support trans authors. Um, You know, obviously we very firmly believe trans women or women, trans men or men, non-binary identities are all valid. Every single one of these authors deserves your attention, not just in June, but all year long. Um, But we're going to be doing some really one, really wonderful and fun Pride episodes all month long. Um, and so, if you're looking for some additional uh, content in this week, so like I said, this is going to be our Trans Authors episode from last year. But we also did an episode that I will link in the bio for episode 345, which was our Pride Month picks from 2019. Uh, we'll do a 2021. Uh, one this month as well. I'm also going to provide you guys some links if you are looking for ways that you can support the LGBTQIA community. Uh, I will link to the Human Rights Campaign with their Equality for All, Not For Some campaign going on right now. Um, and I'm also going to link to the Trevor Project, which is just an extremely important and powerful community to help the young. LGBTQIA community. Um, really, really great stuff that they do. Um, they have trained counselors that are available 24 7 if a young person is in crisis, feeling suicidal, or just in the need of a, a safe or judgment free place to talk. Uh, they have their Trevor Lifeline, which is 1 866 488 7386. Again, we're going to be ce- celebrating Pride. All month long um, if you guys have been following along for any amount of time or if you happen to follow jill or i on our personal social media accounts um, you know that we really really feel strongly about equality for all and supporting our friends in the lgbtqia plus community so let's celebrate pride together i won't take up any more of your time now um, but i'm just going to let you listen to last year's trans episode and then again we'll have just a ton of great pride-related stuff for you all month long. So be sure to subscribe. All right, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you on Monday.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 452 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast, presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm
2: good. I'm good. I feel like I'm. We've, we just got done recording a podcast right before this, so and I feel like I've been talking all day, and I have allergies, so I, I feel like I'm very scratchy. Um, I went to Target last night, which was the first time I've been like any shopping outside of a grocery store in forever, and I uh-huh. had, a, had a mask on and everything like you're supposed to, and I had to sneeze because of allergies in Target, and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Like, I held the sneeze, and I was like, I don't want anyone to panic. I was like, and I was so stuffy, and yeah, I can't tell strangers, like, no, 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 it's Cottonwood. It's not...
1: You might be able to. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tricky yeah.
2: one. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like tell people what we're doing today?
1: Sure. Well, how much detail are we going into, the reasons behind why? I honestly
2: think it's okay. I think we okay. can say exactly why we're doing it.
1: So, um, it is Pride Month, and we have done, over the past couple of years, obviously, in during June, um, book centered on LGBT authors. Um, I should say LB, LGBTQ, the whole, you know, uh, alphabet. Um, this week, this year, month, whatever, um, in particular, we're going to focus on trans authors because in case you did not see somehow, which is possible, you might not have, um, JK Rowling. Made some comments earlier this week or over the weekend. Um, They weren't
2: great.
1: They weren't great. Um, They were very anti, they're very transphobic. She made very transphobic comments specifically about trans women um, and this is not the first time she has um, made such comments. This was just, I think, the first time they were so overt um, about her, her transphobic beliefs. So, because we don't believe that, like, we believe trans women are women and trans men are men, we're going to, um, we wanted to take this particular week of pride and talk about books by trans authors.
2: Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Like you said, I, I mean, we're on, we've are on. we talked about Harry Potter and the series a thousand times over and how much they mean to both of us. And I mean, I have Harry Potter tattoos on my arm and like, it's like I've been telling myself and been telling other people, like you can love um, a book or a series, but not appreciate or love or respect or agree with the stance that the author of said, content takes on the specific thing and this is one where we are both vehemently uh, opposed to what she thinks she she said like you said you know trans women are women trans men are men non-binary um identities are valid as well um mm-hmm. so like you like, you nailed it exactly instead of just saying like oh we want to do pride books we figure we focus on the specific one so um much like we did last week oh go ahead
1: uh, well i will say that daniel radcliffe is on our side he put out a really wonderful statement through the Trevor Project, um, that basically said the same thing that you did, just, like, the books, you know, he obviously, of all people, understands what the books mean to people, um, and, you know, yeah, so if you haven't seen his statement, um, I highly recommend you go read it, because it was, it was really just, Wonderful. Yeah,
2: it's really, really good. And if you're looking for, you know, word basically much like we did last week with the anti-racist reading list that we put together. And thank you, by the way, for people that reached out because we were a little not like nervous, but you know, hoping it would go well. And we, I, I saw a lot of people sending us messages, so thank you. Same thing with this. Like, if you want to learn more about everything with, uh, you know, trans men and trans women and what they're going through and how you can help, the Trevor Project is a really, really great place to start get, getting some great information. Um, or, you know, read these books and and follow these various authors on their various social media platforms. Um, I was really excited when I, I specifically didn't pick a few and I was like, I hope Jill does because there's a couple we have that are almost like, like sibling books that I'm excited about. So we will like, we always do. We'll have the books in the show notes. Uh, I'll link to the Trevor project too, just so you, if you want in our, in our show notes, you can see that, um, Are there other things that we, I'm trying to think, there's nothing.
1: I don't think so. Not this week. No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just go back and forth. Um,
1: They can both pick six again, right? I think so.
2: Yeah. Um, All right. I will let you go first then.
1: Okay. So I'm going to start with All the Birds in the Sky by um, Charlie Jane Anders. (sighs) Man, (laughs) this first sentence in the description is pretty much all you need to know. An ancient society of witches and a hipster technological startup go to war in order to prevent the world from tearing itself apart. Like, what else do you need to know? Yeah. (laughs) That description. Um, But to further complicate things, each of the group's most promising followers, Patricia, a brilliant witch, and Lawrence, an engineering wonderkin, may just be in love with each other. There's just like so much to love about this book. It's a battle between magic and science. There's like, you know, love. There's forcing to choose sides. Um, Their choices will determine the fate of the planet. It's just, it's delightful. Um, Love it. Love everything about it. And it was the winner of the 2017 Nebula Award for Best Novel, and it was a finalist for the 2017 Hugo Award for Best Novel. So, if you have not read all the birds in the sky. Highly recommend it.
2: Honestly, anything Kelly Jane has written, they are just yes. incredible. Also, they have very, very um, noticeable pink hair. They do. And I have seen them at several events. I finally got the courage to like just say hello. They don't know who we are, which is fine. I just finally, I saw them at like four different events last year and finally when was like, hi, I just want to tell you I'm a really big fan of your work and I've seen you at like several different events and they're like, you saw me? I was like, your hair is noticeable in a crowd and we are like, why don't you just come say hello? I always love saying hi to people. And It was just, they're so wonderful. Yeah, every everything they write is just absolutely fabulous. Um, okay, my first one is Un- An Unkindness of Ghosts by Rivers Solomon. And this is one it's kind of related in the sense that if you like Charlie Jane Anders, a lot of people say that then you should look into Rivers Solomon because they uh, have very similar um, themes and uh it kind of falls in the same science fiction uh genre so this is a book that is based on the tarlands uh the space vessel the hss matilda which um is the home of like it's the poor and rejected members of society and um it explores like a struggle of swum dwellers aboard this spacecraft that it's it's really actually very reminiscent about a lot of things that have gone on, and it's it's based a little bit on uh, the history of the United States and especially the United States South. So it's the people that are focused on in the story; it they suffer from poverty and a caste system and discrimination. Uh, but the world building is just incredible, and there's this. The protagonist name is Aster, and there's a little bit of Alice Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass here as well, but. Um, it's Al uh, Aster is kind of like withdrawn, and what people tend to call them like an ogre and a freak. And she's used to the names, but um, kind of wishes that she was more like the monster that they accuse her of, so she would have more power around her. And then kind of discovers that she does. So it's a futuristic world that. Um, but there's still very much class systems and just up in uprising, and it's it's really really powerful. It's a great book. So that's an Unkindness of Ghosts by Rivers Solomon.
1: My next one was is um, If I Was Your Girl by Meredith Russo. So this is, from my understanding, slightly based on Meredith's own experiences as a trans woman. Um so Amanda Hardy is the new girl in school, like anyone else all she wants is to make friends and fit in. But Amanda is keeping a secret and she's determined not to get too close to anyone. But when she meets sweet, easygoing Grant, Amanda can't help but start to let him into her life. As they spend more time together, she realizes just how much she is by uh, she is losing by guarding her heart. She finds herself yearning to share with Grant everything about herself, including her past. But Amanda's terrified that once she tells him the truth, he won't be able to see past it. Um, I really loved this book. Uh, it, again, it was a, it was a Stonewall book award winner, um, which is from the uh, ALA um, gay and lesbian round table. Um, and they focus on books, you know, that are, LGBTQ uh, focused and with Meredith's books um, she works with her publisher in the covers of her books if there's a photograph it um, she works really hard to make sure that the model is uh, trans um so the the teenage girl on the cover of if i was Your girl for the at least the u.s copy um i think some of the other ones are illustrated but this is i mean it's a it's a trans model um i think the same with her book uh oh, i can't remember her birthday i think yes birthday um it's the same thing with the models on that one so that yeah. you know it's good I, stuff
2: yeah I, if I was your girl is really really good i also have always thought there's there's an actress now i'm drawing completely blank but if i was your girl the cover always reminds me of like a specific actress and i can't think of their name which is know. really good podcasting uh my next one is little fish by casey plett uh this was a lambda literary award winner and uh, i love this book it's based uh, or it's uh the main character is a 30 year old trans woman named wendy And they come across evidence that their late grandfather, who was a devout Mennonite Mennonite farmer, um, might also have been transgender. And initially, they're just like, they have too much going on in their lives. They don't really dig into it. But um, when they go back to their home and they're struggling with their friends and dealing with things like alcoholism and and sex work and and suicide, uh, Wendy starts to get like, a lot more curious and drawn to the, the things that affected her you know their their grandfather's life and um, wants to determine like figure out what was actually going on and whether it's true or not so it's like it's a little bit warm-hearted but there's also uh you know trigger warnings for like i said for suicide and, and alcoholism and things like that but it's just really it's really interesting way that the book addresses one transgender woman's connection to their past that they didn't know that they have. So that's Little Fish by Casey Plett.
1: Next one is the subtweet by Vivek Shreya. Vivek is a six-time Lambda Literary Award finalist, which I believe the Lambda is like the Canadian version of the Stonewall?
2: I think that's right because um, Little Fish won the Lambda and it also noted in there that it won a Canadian first novel prize.
1: Right. Um, And I think Vivica also might be Canadian. Um, And so not Vivica, Vivic. So the subtweet is, everyone talks about falling in love, but falling in friendship can be just as captivating. When Neela song is covered by internet famous artist, uh, Rukmini, the two musicians meet and transform into friendship begins. But as Rukmini's star rises and Neela stagnates, jealousy and self doubt creep in the single tweet, their friendship implodes. One career is destroyed and the two women find themselves in the center of an internet firestorm. Um, which just, I think it's, I mean, that just, it sounds great. And Vivek, um, you know, it's this, uh, it's her second novel, um, and it's a, a stirring examination of making art in the modern era, a love letter to Brown Woman, an authentic glimpse into the music industry, and a nuanced exploration of the promise and peril of being seen, which is so about all I need to know. Yeah. yeah. And it has a really wonderful cover, too. I love the cover.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, since the first time we had our friend Regis on the podcast, uh, Regis... I love bringing him on because he, we don't talk a ton about poetry books normally, and he's a big poetry fan. And so I've been trying, since having him on, I've been thinking a lot more about poetry. Is like, I feel like I never was able to like understand. I had all these classes where poetry was always like, and here's what T.S. Eliot meant, and I'm like, oh god, I don't care. But I more modern poetry is. I, I've been really liking it a lot lately since we just kind of suggested it. And so one that I read recently that is just phenomenal is uh, Don't Call Us Dead by Dana Smith. And this was a finalist for the national of, national book award for poetry and a winner of the forward prize for best collection. Didn't mean to grab like all these award winners, but you know, you know that they're going to be really quality content. Uh, so Dana Smith, their book it's very lyrical and they talk about extremely important subjects um and don't call us that actually it opens with a um a sequence that imagines like an afterlife for a black man that was shot by police and left in the street to die um just to give you context of like oh wow that's so topical this was written in 2017 um so it's you know as we know this is not something that has only recently started going on and um, but it's the first poem that is in the book and it like will stop you and you'll want to read it a hundred times. But um, it also talks about, there's also poetry about someone turning HIV positive, And just the, there's like every single lyric in each poem can be like pulled out as just like a heart-wrenching quote. And it's phenomenal. Um, it... There's also, you know, there's a lot of sadness and pain and anger in these, but there's also like spurts of joy and stuff. So it's not just um, going to be pulling on your heartstrings. It's also going to make make you smile a lot. So um, if you've never read any poetry and you would like some poetry that is not only by a trans author, but also is going to talk a lot about the things that are going on in our world right now, uh, Don't Call Us Dead by Dana Smith is a really great collection of poetry that I think you'll enjoy.
1: My next one is Amateur by Thomas Page McBee. Uh, So Thomas is a trans man, and he, when writing this book, sort of, you know, called himself an amateur, a masculinity. And his book is a memoir, um, not just about, you know, his experience as a trans man, but kind of asking that question about what mean being like a good man quote-unquote even means and he's exploring this um while he's also training for a charity boxing match at madison square garden (laughs) and i can't think of a more like like a sport that really defines masculinity than boxing of all things (laughs) You know what i mean oh yeah, like, no.
2: yeah totally. i mean i
1: know women boxers exist i know women boxers exist but in terms of like as a sport um yeah so so he is training to be a boxer as a trans man and he you know it, it obviously would open up the, a lot of questions about what masculinity means what being a man means um limitations of gender roles and how they're rooted in masculinity aggression um but he also finds intimacy hope and even love in the experience of boxing and in his role as a man in the world so does amateur
2: uh my next one is dreadnought by april daniels so i actually haven't read this one yet but when i read the description i was like oh man this looks incredible uh so this is a young adult graphic novel and um, it was actually blurred by Charlie Jane Anders. So it's got that going for it. But this is really cool. It's um, the main character, Danny Tazer, has a problem. She just inherited the powers of Dreadnought, who's the world's greatest superhero, uh, until that is that Dreadnought fell out of the sky and died right in front of her. Uh, Danny was trying to keep from people from finding out that she's transgender, but before he expired, Dreadnought passed his mantle onto her and those secondhand superpowers turn or transform danny's body into what she always thought she should be so now that there's no height there's no hiding anymore that she's a girl so not only was danny given all these powers but she her body you know becomes a female which is how she's always seen herself and so then the book apparently um has two different things that danny is grappling with is seeing having people in her life see her how she sees herself and now being that particular person especially her father's dangerous obsession with like curing quote-unquote her girlhood um also her best friend suddenly acting like he's entitled to date her and all this stuff but then there's also these superhero side of things where these other superheroes in the world are arguing over the fact that she doesn't fit in with them either so it's just like trying to learn about your place in the world but also trying to learn about your place in the superhero world and it just Sounds really interesting. And then of course, Dreadnought's murderer shows up and, uh, and Danny has to deal with that as well. So it's very, very action-packed and it's apparently the start of the series which I'm excited about. So that's Dreadnought by April Daniels.
1: My last one is uh, Nine Fox Gambit by Yoon Ha Lee. And this is a science fiction novel which just sounds amazing. When Captain Kel Cheris of the Hexarchate is disgraced for her unconventional tactics, Kel Command gives her a chance to redeem herself by retaking the fortress of scattered needles from the heretics. Charis's career isn't the only thing at stake. If the fortress falls, the Hexarchate itself might be next. Cheris's best hope is to ally with the undead technician... Uh, Shuos Jado, the good news is that Jado has never lost a battle and he may be the only one who can figure out how to successfully besiege the fortress. The bad news is that he went mad in his first life and massacred two armies, one of them his own. (laughs) Love it. As the siege wears on, Cherise must decide how far she can trust Jado because she might be his next victim. And it is, I mean, that just...
2: Sounds so fun. It
1: sounds so fun. It is also a Hugo and Nebula Award nominee, um, and it is also the first of a trilogy. And it, it, the cover is also just spectacular. Um, it's just got this like spiky. I can't tell if it's a planet, um, or if it's a space. It's just uh, what is that? I don't know, but it's. I, I'm like that is the cover of a book I want to read. <laughs> it looks like a space sea urchin. It, yes, it looks like a space sea urchin. Yeah. But it's like on fire. Yeah. It's being attacked, clearly. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's
1: just, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Yoon Hali is is a uh, trans author.
2: Nice. All right, so my last one is The Drowning Girl by Caitlin R. Kiernan. Uh, I do want to specify, Caitlin identified as trans when this was written, and earlier this year, in an interview, they said that they identify as gender fluid. So so I wanted to mention it, though, specifically um, because it's a gothic ghost story, which we are both big fans of. Um, so it the main character's name is Imp, which is short for India Morgan Phelps, which I really like as a full name. It's really good. Uh, Imp is schizophrenic and can no longer trust their own mind. Uh, They're convinced that their memories have somehow kind of betrayed them, and they're forcing them to question their very own identity, and they're struggling with the perception of what's going on and has to uncover the truth about an encounter with a vicious siren or a helpless wolf who came to help her as a feral girl or something else entirely or something far stranger. So um, it is a gothic kind of horror ghost story, and it also has to do with the ocean, and like these are just all things that I am super super into so um yeah it feels like it's similar to the deep a little bit Mm -hmm. that earlier this year about the uh, you know the titanic um by almakatsu. um so i'm this one i like when i saw it i put it on hold before we started recording because i don't want to wait for other people once they hear this um that's the drowning girl by caitlin r Kiernan.
1: i should also say i feel like you know like non-binary and gender fluid sort of think kind of fits under the same umbrella as trans just because it's not cis which is the whole thing so Mm -hmm. you know and JK's comments if she's invalidating trans women as women she's clearly also invalidating non-binary people and gender fluid individuals and Mm -hmm. yeah (sighs)
2: um I will say a long time ago a couple years ago at this point we had an author on named Kat Clark who is from I think New Zealand um I can't, I couldn't, I don't know if Kat is trans or I couldn't remember, but they wrote a book called The Pants Project. And if you have young children and you're trying to explain to them what transgender means and I, you know, and gender identity, it's a pretty good book in the sense that it's based for young children in middle schoolers. And it's about this um, girl whose name is Olivia, but Olivia identifies as male and you wanna go as Liv. Um, and it's all about their school saying that all girls must wear uh, skirts or like dresses type of thing and they want to wear pants because they don't feel comfortable wearing it. So it's, um, the whole story is very, it's a it's a good introduction for, for young readers if you're trying to explain to them what transgender means in a way that um, they can relate to for people that might be their age in schools and things like that. So again, I wanted to just throw that in there. I don't know how cat um identifies so i didn't want to put it in our official list but it's also put in the show notes so yeah um those are everything yeah i think so awesome uh if you'd like more recommendations like we said um last week of course you can always email us at professional at overdrive. at overdrive.com uh you can shoot us a tweet or an instagram message at pro on both of those uh i took a picture on our instagram this has nothing to do with uh Uh, pride or anything like that but we have a whole bunch of like Libby and Sora swag and stuff at shop.overdrive.com so anything you buy there 100% of the proceeds go to support libraries um so feel free to do that and I only mention it specifically because in the very near future maybe by the time this goes out there will be professional book nerds t-shirts on there so yeah there will yeah so I'm really excited about that um okay anything else you think
1: I don't think so.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds
1: Podcast. And this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.